0: Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of Big, and you're listening to Music Mania And you're listening to Music Mania You're ready for some screaming heavy metal? We rock! But the evil that men do we got GONNA BANG YOUR head!
1: You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Switzer. Hey, awesome, Dirk, man. Welcome to the show. How's everything going, my man?
0: Great, Clint. How about you, man? How
1: are you? Oh, it's great. Great to hear from you, man. I tell you, uh, I guess we'll start with this—the big news, the Mega Cruise, brother. Uh, we're a year away, but a lot of excitement already being generated over Mega Cruise. It's next uh, next October the thirteenth, leaves from L.A. A lot of excitement, man. This is a cool deal you guys got coming up, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's amazing, man. I mean, I'm super excited about the lineup. I think it's going to be a total treat for uh, anybody who's into this kind of music. You know, I mean, we got Anthrax, Testament. We got uh, Armored Saint, Metal Church, Denko Jones, Korzev Conformity, Double Driver, Doro. I mean, it's, it's it's just a crazy list. John Five, and there's more bands going to be enough. So you know, I think I think anybody who likes metal is going to be you know super excited about it.
1: That's what's cool about this. These kind of cruises, it's like been a bit of bucket list for me to do. You know, Monsters of Rock or one of the Kiss cruises, now Mega Cruise. How cool is this? You get um, you know, you go on a normal cruise, you go on like a Disney cruise, and you've just got like. Three thousand people that you you know you don't know you don't have much in common with on this thing you've got th- the everyone's so into metal what a great community this is when you've got these kind of fans and these kind of bands on the same ship that's just a real cool thing for the metal community isn't it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think you're really going to get that whole vibe, the whole the whole duration of the cruise. I think you know, just hanging out, watching other bands play. There's going to be a lot of opportunities to just kind
1: of hang out. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, f- and for you guys, what's it? I mean, ha- have you ever done one of these before? Have you ever been on one? I mean, wh- what's the kind of b- the vibe like for the bands? Because it's like you guys, uh, you know, obviously have your performances, and then it's like is it is a lot of downtime? I mean, how, are you familiar with how how this is going to work? How's it going to work for you guys?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done a couple of cruises with my former band work. so I did Barge to Hell and uh, 70,000 Tons of Metal some years ago. And, uh, yeah, it's be great because, you know, I mean, like I said, you know, you, you, you play several shows, which I'm just going to do. And then we're going to do a whole bunch of special stuff, which I'll mention in a moment too. But, but, uh, but then yeah, there's time always to kind of walk around, you know, go watch some other bands perform, talk to fans, you know, just kind of, like I said, you know, just kind of share our passion and, and, uh, and just kind of be on this crazy vacation trip with good vibes for four days. You know, it's, it's really fun because perhaps. Our- so it's really fun because it's a little bit different from from the usual you know thing where you go to a show and it's in the evening and you know this is like a five days nonstop you know metal party basically. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. You got stops in uh, San Diego and uh, and also in Mexico. It's five days and you come back. I think the eighteenth. And you talked about. You talked about some of the bands that are already announced: Anthrax, Testament, CFC, Devil Driver, Doro, uh, John Five, Armored Saint. My God, like this is a this is a dream for so many fans. But you talked about uh, also a surprise. You wanted to get into that. What what kind of surprise do you guys have coming up for this thing?
0: So yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff because basically, you know, it's a mega tour, so obviously there's going to be a lot of special mega death things happening. Um, we, we got, for example, you know, all of us are going to do some clinics. So you're going to have. Dave and Kiko will do a guitar clinic. David will do a bass clinic. I'm going to do a drum clinic. So those are all like kind of special events where, you know, we'll talk a little bit about our instrument, how we approach playing. People can ask us questions. So we'll have like Q and A's. There's also, of course, going to be meet and greet, but we're also going to have really special stuff like a poker tournament. We're gonna have a trivia night, uh Megadeth team trivia night, so you know, that'll be like a fun thing. There's gonna be beer tasting for our of course. Uh and then we're also gonna have um uh, an auction an where you can have a chance to buy some special Megadeth memorabilia and used gear and things like that. So for any anybody who's a fan of the band, you know it's kind of an event you don't want
1: to miss. This is all aw- that is awesome. I mean, that's like sounds just like such a dream come true for so many fans. And you guys better uh, get to it. Megacruise.com, You can get uh, get your cabin booked. You want to do it in advance. When you do cruises, man, you got to do it well in advance. You got to know and you got to get it done because you can't do this last minute, man. This is going to fill up. This is going to be a big deal for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I think so. And I mean, you know, it's the first time we're doing it, and so we're really excited about it because... It's just like I said, you know, it's just a whole different experience both for us and for the people who will be there. So it's like a once in a lifetime thing. So yeah, you definitely want to check it
1: out now and get your tickets. You know, <laughs> well, you do. And I just looking at it, you know, you've now been in the band, uh, Dirk, for a couple years, two and a half years, and just the talk about kind of your journey through this because you joined the band in 2016, and it was kind of a you know a kind of a tumultuous time for the band. I mean, even just the fact that uh, former drummer Nick Minza had passed away in 2016, and then you come in and the band had just released a new album here you are kind of getting getting uh kind of thrown into it now here we are two and a half years later you've toured with the scorpions you guys have done a lot of big shows big tours talk about your journey and then what the last two and a half years has been like for you
0: yeah, I mean, you know, pretty surreal, you know, because you never expect, you know, when you're growing up and you're a you know, metal fan and you start playing an instrument, drums in my case and stuff, you never expect that you're going to play in one of the biggest bands in the world and bizarre you like and, and a band you grew up with. So it's still, you know, it's one of those things when we get like one of those cool tours, or when we're playing certain shows, like certain big shows, whatever, or just you know being a part of everything that's going on all the time. It's like I'm pinching myself. I'm like, holy smokes, I can't believe I'm a part of this. You know, and uh, and and the band vibe is really good. You know, we play super well together. The guys are all amazing musicians, so it's like it feels really nice every time we perform, or even when we rehearse. You know, it just feels super solid and. So that's a real pleasure because that's kind of what you want as a musician, you know, that's like the, the dream come true, you know, to be able to play with people of this level is like the best. And and yeah, the the, the beginning was definitely a little bit crazy because the whole thing, I think Nick Menz actually passed away, on, you know, when I was playing my second show with the band.
1: Wow.
0: So that was a very, a very difficult, you know, sad time, especially for for Dave and David, of course, that spent all these years with Nick and stuff, so that was very emotional and kind of kind of strange for me, you know, uh, because I grew up, you know, revering Nick and his playing. Of course, he was an influence of mine, so, so you know, it was, it was that was very sad, but then, you know, from there, I mean, things kind of fell into place, you know, it turned out that like Chris was too busy with Lamb of God, Chris Adler, you know, to, 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 to carry on, and so the guys asked me to join the band, and everything kind of worked out pretty smoothly and just kind of clicked right away, you know, as soon as we were playing together it all felt natural, so so yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a total trip we've done some amazing things, I mean we got some amazing things coming up, so so yeah, man, I mean, you know, couldn't be in a better place, really. I, I,
1: I've seen Megadeth in various incarnations over the years, and they've done so many big things, Dave uh, you know, Dave Mustaine has been a ringleader in so many areas, uh, from Gigantour to, like you said, the uh, Lamon beer, uh, all the things the building of the, the Megadeth brand, which of course is, uh, you know, made even better with David Ellison back in the fold, but you also, uh, you know, for the last couple of years have had uh, the services of, of Kiko Lerero, who I think is one of the, the best guitarists in metal. I saw you guys open for Scorpions in Chicago at the Allstate Arena um, last September. And I mean, I'm just... The, the, the sound the way that you guys sound right now I think is as good as it's been uh, maybe ever I mean it's talk about playing with with a guy like Kiko you, he's kind of new to the fold as well and just kind of how you guys round out the, the group you know with Dave and David I mean those guys are co-founders of the band and now you guys really are taking this thing to a new level
0: hey and that's so good to hear because that's really what I want and what we want as a band you know I mean, there's been some legendary people in this band. Of course, Nick Menza, Marty Friedman, you know, some of the former people that have played in the band when it comes to, to you know, Chris Poland, like Garth Samuelson, you name it. You know, anybody who's, who's played in this band had a great level. But, but we really want to, you know, our goal is to perform these songs with the most passion and precision that we can and, and really bring to the fans that feeling that they had when they first heard the albums. you know. I always think about that. I, I remember really well, like, when I first bought p Cells, I didn't really know the band. I just liked the, the album cover, and I'd heard the name, and I was like, oh, I gotta check this out. So, you know, I was like a kid, you know, a teenager, and I bought it, and I came home, and I was just completely blown away by the sound and by the songs and the, you know, the performances, and and, and you don't forget that, you know, that kind of feeling. And then the same thing, of course, when Rust in Peace came out, you know, that was even, even more of a bomb, possibly, because it was such a perfect album. So, so you know, when, 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 when you can try to recreate those feelings for the people that come and see you. That's that's you know that's our goal. And and when we succeed at doing that, like what you just told me, then it's like yes, mission accomplished. Yeah,
1: you know? <laughs> it, it, it was. And you know that's not just for me, who's a big fan. But you know I have my girlfriend at the show, who's uh, you know just a, a huge Scorpions fan and knows just Megadeth by name. And she's like with her eyes open and jaw to the floor and like couldn't believe it. And you know explaining to her the, the lineup changes and how you guys have come together. It's it's truly amazing. What what was that tour like? Did you what did you like touring with the Scorpions? Because that was just a, a few shows, but man, there was some huge crowds for that. I, that show in Chicago was sold out. Eighteen thousand people—it was insane. It was kind of an odd pairing, Megadeth and Scorpions, but somehow it seemed to me to work really well. What was that like touring with a band like that that's doing still performing so well? Uh, you know, at, at their advanced age.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing. You know, obviously they're legends and they're such a hugely influential band in the in the hard rock and metal genre. And so. That alone in itself was, was huge, you know, to be like, wow, I can't believe we're sharing the stage with these guys. But but like you said, yeah, I wasn't personally quite sure what to expect of the crowd and stuff, because obviously, you know, most people are there to see Scorpions, it's always like that, you know, the headliner attracts the biggest crowd. But, but what I found was that, you know, as soon as we started playing, you know, people were really attention and they usually what happened is that after a few signs they would get more and more into it and by the end of the show we totally won them over. and so that for me was like a great feeling because you always have to prove yourself when you're playing for someone else's crowd. even now like Meg Death has been around for so many years and of course most people there had at least heard of us or heard some songs or heard some records and, but you still have to show them like hey you know we're worthy of your attention and we can make your, your head bang you know, and, and I think we really we, we, we brought all the energy we had and we really succeeded at doing that every single time so so yeah it was a pleasure man and, and I mean playing at legendary places like the Forum here in LA or, or Madison Square Garden in New York I mean that's like that's a dream come true for anybody you know like that was like the kind of thing where I was like texting my parents like hey can you believe this you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Well, Dirk, how important is it for you guys to continue to to kind of be a flag bearer for for uh, the metal underground? Because you know, I know you were heavily influenced by a guy like Dave Lombardo from Slayer, and Slayer is currently you know on their farewell tour right now. We've seen so many bands in the last three years, whether it be you know you know losing Lemmy from Motorhead, losing guys like Chris Cornell, uh, bands like you know Twisted Sister retiring, Kiss is about to go on a farewell tour. We're we're kind of at the end of so many influential bands and hard rock and how important is it for you guys to kind of stay the course and and continue to be a, a flag waving band for this genre?
0: I mean, it's super important, you know. I think as long as the fire and the passion is there, you know, you got to carry on and you got to do what you do best because, you know, this is what we do. You know, this is what I live for, and and obviously, you know, my bandmates is the same. You know, this is what they've done their whole lives, and and that's actually one of the things that really struck me when I first started playing with the guys was how much passion there is. You know, especially coming from from Dave and David still. I mean, those guys have been out since you know the early '80s. That's a long time, and and they're still going on stage, out like real pros and giving it. 100% every night, even despite anything that could be going on in their lives or any issues there might be, you know that all dissipates. They go on stage and they're there for their fans and and showing the people like, hey, you know, let's 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 have this good time let's have this party together let's enjoy the music and and that is so inspiring because you know that's not necessarily always the case with everybody you know you got some people sometimes who are kind of there against their will or, or 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 who for who it becomes like a job and and so that passion kind of dissipates you know as we get older and your priorities shift and i understand that you know but with us it's it's really like it's really there you know we're really like we're born to play metal you know <laughs> that's what it feels like so so for me it's like it just makes sense you know that the band would continue as. As long as that fire is there and as long as we're physically able to do it, you know, then we're going to be doing it, you know
1: talk about kind of the future here for for megadeth because as of right now um i think you just have one one show aside from uh the cruises the cruise coming up and next october you have a a show coming up here in just a couple weeks in indonesia and then then kind of what what can we expect uh i mean i know the the last album came out you know literally right before you before you joined um new music uh, touring coming up What, what can you tell us about the future for megadeth here in 2019
0: Well, the immediate thing is obviously work on the new record. You know, we've already said that, and and we're obviously actively working on that right now. There's a lot of ideas going back and forth. Uh, I'm actually going to be working with Dave when we come back from Indonesia. I'm going to go work with him on some ideas and flesh some things out. And so I think as soon as we feel that, hey, you know, there's, there's some, some good material here. Let's record. Then we're going to hit the studio. And I'm not sure exactly when that's going to be, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be sooner than later. So, so yeah, I think it's reasonable to expect that there might be a new record next year. Um, you know, if, if everything goes according to plan and if we're all happy with, with what's there. And, uh, and then, you know, obviously that's going to be followed by a lot of shows and touring because, hey, that's how it goes, right? So, <laughs> so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of cool things happening besides just the cruise well,
1: how important is this uh, album for you? I always say that you know when when you know you have a member that comes in and you know as good as, and as great as you've been touring with this band to actually solidify yourself on a record as a, as a member of this band that's got to be huge for you. I mean what what are your thoughts on that and just getting uh, getting your tracks you know on an album and just you know it, it just sort of like always it's, to me it like cements you forever like you're on a Megadeth. I mean that's that's got to be huge and that's got to be important for you you know just solidifying yourself in the band.
0: Absolutely. I mean, for me, that'll be the accomplishment of a lifetime. Um, you know, to, to be able to be, to say that, hey, I, I, I play on this Megadeth album. That's, that's just incredible. So, so I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I'm really looking forward to bringing. Those influences that I have from listening to Nick Menza, listening to Gar Samuelson, especially, you know, those were for me the albums that I grew up with. And so to bring that back with a little bit of my own style in there as well, you know, I am going to be, that's going to be a massive thing, you know, and, and I think for people, yeah, I, of course the fans, the people who have come and seen the band in the past couple of years, you know, probably some of them or a majority of them might have noticed me or might have talked about, Hey, there's the new drummer and this and that. But I think once you're on the record, it's a whole different story because then it's going to be my parts. It's going to be new songs. You know, my parts will forever be associated with those songs in the future. And and, and the good thing is, I think the band is really in a, in a good creative space right now. I mean, Dystopia is an amazing album. You know, people love it. I, I really think it brought... Back a lot of the fans that maybe, you know, weren't into some of the stuff that happened in the 2000s and stuff, you know. And so I think that's, that's really cool because we all feel kind of this upswing in, uh, you know, an enthusiasm that there's been for the new material. And so I think logically the next record should kind of follow. A similar path, you know, or it's going to be a metal album. It's not going to be anything else than that. And I think that's what people want. That's what I would want, you know, as a Megadeth fan. So that's what's going to. That's what we're going to bring. And I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of that.
1: Absolutely, and you know, and and Dirk personally for you. I mean, you you were you were born in Belgium. I mean, you you've moved and lived in in France. Soil Work was obviously a Swedish-based band. Um, so talk, just kind of talk about your journey and, 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 your musical upbringing growing up and, uh, t- it's obviously taking you all over the world and, uh, <laughs> what, what it was like for you growing up, you know, in, in Belgium and what kind of, what kind of influences you had, what kind of bands you were listening to at that time. And then to move to, to France, you know, as a teenager, I mean, you just had so many experiences and, uh, soil work was obviously a widely influential band in Europe. Just talk about kind of your musical journey through all through that time growing up, man, in Europe.
0: Yeah, well, so, yeah, so, yeah, like you said, I grew up in Belgium, and, um, my parents were always into music so there was always music on the radio, records, you know, classical music, rock music, you name it, all kinds of stuff. And uh and my my first album I bought was Purple Rain, so you know, at the time I was a lot into everything that was big on the radio and uh but then, you know, I got into um hip hop a few years later, so Beastie Boys are in the MC public enemy, all that stuff, so a little bit more underground subversive kind of stuff, you know. And uh and then after we moved to France when I was thirteen uh then you know i became a metal head because you know people were starting to uh to trade with me i had some some classmates who were really into uh you know that kind of music and so i kind of fell into sorry That's my weird. guys are going crazy um <laughs> hey. yeah i really fell into <laughs> I fell into that whole thing, you know, and became obviously that started with bands like Megadeth and Metallica and the whole the whole thrash scene and then I moved on to death metal, grindcore, all the super extreme stuff, black metal, you name it. So so, you know, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy musical journey. I mean, when I came out of high school my dad asked me, Hey, what do you want to do? and I was like, I just wanna play music so I went to this uh this music school in Nancy, France and started my first band, Air Scarve, and and, you know, we ended up doing four records, touring Europe, and then from there, to play with slow work, and that took me, like you said, across the world. So, so it's just been a crazy journey, because when you're a teenager, you know, sitting in your room, like, trying to do homework and being constantly distracted by the sounds of P cells or, or, you know, rain and blood, <laughs> whatever, you know, you don't ever imagine that, that some years down the line you're going to be actually playing in Megadeth and, and touring the world and, you know, being that keeper of the, of the beat and such a legendary man. So, so it's just, you know, I, I, still, I still enjoy every minute of it. I'm super passionate about it, you know. I'm still somebody who listens to music all the time, tries to discover new bands, you know. Enjoys just going out, buying vinyl, and sitting down and playing records. I mean, that's that's what I live for. So, yeah, it it makes sense, and at the same time, it's a dream come true.
1: And you've got Megadeth celebrating its 35th anniversary this year, which is which is really cool. From 1983, and just you got you know got to feel great for Dave and David and what they've been able to accomplish, and now to have. This current group solidified um, Dirk I just you know couldn't be more of a fan of, of what you guys are doing right now and I tell you what I can't wait to to meet you aboard the High Seas next October. I'm going to be there for sure my friend. I'm going to take a drum lesson or something. We got to get together and and do something have us a, t- a two Le beer and and do a drum lesson or something my man. We got to we got to make that happen on the High Seas. <laughs>
0: yeah man yeah just hit me up man i'll be there so i can definitely you know share some chops
1: with you <laughs> well you have to be a lot of chops for me to to, to get to get much to get very far for me as a definitely not a drummer i respect the heck out of it and i it's just like i'm not musical at all and that's why i'm doing what i'm doing now so i'm talking to you dirk because i, I don't have the ability that those of us that can't do we talk so that's that's what i'm doing right now so we it takes all kinds though right it takes all of us to make this happen <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly, you know, we're all part of the scene You know, if it wasn't for People like yourself, you know, there wouldn't be any any word spread about the scene. So I think we all need each other and we all work together to create this beautiful metal scene and and that's what's awesome about it is that, you know, I think when all this music first started happening, a lot of people predicted that like, oh, this is gonna be a fad. you know, nobody's gonna be into this, it's gonna be over in ten years, you know, nobody will remember it. And look at us now, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stronger yeah, yeah. than it's... ever. There's more bad than ever. I mean you can't kill this, you know, this is this is passion for life.
1: Yeah, if you want to underestimate a metal audience just just uh, check out that crowd, you know. Next uh, next year, aboard the uh, aboard the Mega Cruise, because you're going to have a, a wonderful you know group of people, and it's going to be a wonderful thing for the metal community and for the the Megadeth fans. So, Dirk, we can't thank you enough, my friend. Uh, we'll catch you soon. Best of luck in everything you got coming up here, and I know it's going to be a busy 2019. And we look forward to checking out everything Megadeth this year, my friend. We'll catch you soon. Take care. Thank
0: you. for pretty good talk, man. I'll see you on the cruise.
1: You bet. Thanks a lot.
0: Cheers, man. Bye.